Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. It's Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse. We're on Real Talk 93.3 FM in Tallahassee, Florida. House talk with a happy ending. Every time. Every time. So we talk houses and we talk Tallahassee. We talk small towns, stuff. Big towns, small towns. We just talk a lot about houses. We do podcast out. So this, Scott, is our 170th episode. Whoa. 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 So if you don't get to listen to all of us while you're out and about this Saturday morning and you want to hear the rest of what Scott has to say about design <laughs> trends, you can always go to iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, CastBox. Or our website. iHeartRadio or our website. Because it automatically populates to our website, which is Brokerage FL, or you can put in Patty's Playhouse. The Brokerage. I have it all worked out. Mm-hmm. Well, people need to go to see our website anyways. Yeah, they do see the pretty pictures. Well, it's a time of year where the Super Bowl is about to happen tomorrow. And then afterwards, everybody gets out and starts looking at homes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how was your week? It was good. Busy. We Real. did a lot. Still doing a lot. But yes, good times. We had our first experience re- emceeing for the red cross canteens in camo which yeah. was last friday night and it was. it was a lot of fun it was it was a lot of fun and i had never been out to the hangar before so that was and flight line that was fun um but the view from the hangar was amazing as was, the sun was going down 
It was perfect. I, I just was like, whoa. It looked fake. Because it had somewhat rained that day, but it stopped at the right time. It was absolutely perfect. Yeah, it was nice. a really good night. So the Rockets played, which was fun to hear them again. I'd heard them a couple times. And I wanted to thank the, the main sponsors, which we have time to thank, is Craft Nissan Legacy. So the Crafts sponsored. Uh, the Acres sponsored with Legacy Toyota. Uh, Flightline sponsored. Um Tallahassee Diamond Center sponsored. So those were the bigger sponsors. Tri-Eagle Sales sponsored. Mimi's Table sponsored. Uh, the new Over Under sponsored. The bars. Uh, we sponsored. There were a lot of table sponsors. Real Talk 93.3 was the sponsor. But I really wanted to thank everybody that came out and spent their money and made it a really big success. It was a really big success. It was a fun night. It was a fun night, too. And we got to be a part of it. In the beginning, we were there for an hour and making people laugh and tell them what was going on, where they could spend their money, the games that were um, occurring right before the music started. So it was a really fun night. It was a great experience. For our first time, That I think we, we really did a nice job. Considering so thank that you for a, a, we did nothing but show up yeah, and, and talking, which right. we're not well, used to talking in front of people. Correct, but we did not in any way, shape, or form discuss what we were going to say, how we Mm-mm. were going to say it. Which is what so, we kind of do. Well, it's, it's definitely what we do. But we didn't embarrass ourselves. More importantly. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this is going to be a wreck. Because I, was so I wasn't concerned at all about talking oh, in front so of people. Scared. I was concerned about saying something that would be my normal way of responding to something because i did pull up uh that's what she said on the microphone well that was bad that was funny though i mean dare i say people did laugh correct but i'm dare i say the straight man in this situation (laughs) um so i typically am very good at responding to Uh things in a comical way so i was concerned that i may somehow offend someone yeah i was too not real hard to do I was very, very challenged by that, which I think made us better going forth. If we ever do it again or if we're ever invited to, which would be right. fantastic, then I think that it just makes us better being on the fly. See. So it was really fun. So yes. thank you for entertaining me by doing it because you didn't have to. I just came at you with this. I'm like, please don't even. What? <laughs> we're a working group. I know, what? but when I said came at you, it was yeah. like, <laughs> it was like. Don't I mean it was it was something like you obviously did not have to do and I just really thank you for giving us the opportunity. Well, those baskets weren't going to make themselves. They weren't, but it wouldn't have been nearly. It was like if I was standing up, I'm not. I don't think I'm good by myself, at least at this point. And having you be there was a support. B, you're hilarious, and C, it just kind of gives it, such a big room because it was an airplane hangar. It gives us a lot of space. We were each able to walk around and talk to people while we had the mic. It was fun. Yeah, next year I think we need to have someone follow us around so that they could have up on a screen somewhere my facial expressions. Now that would be a good night. <laughs> see, I didn't get to see it. Because my facial expressions are way better <laughs> than anything else. Yeah, it was a good night. It was yeah. fun. And they made a lot of money. So the mission worked. Uh, the money will stay, you know, for the people around the area. And it'll be good. It'll, it'll help a lot of people. I mean, the Red Cross really is an – it's a, which I didn't really – an um, – it's mandated by the federal government, but they don't they don't provide any money. So we have to raise that money. And every every charter, I guess, mm-hmm. in, in this case, um, has to raise their own mm-hmm. funds. They have is, certain to keep their budget. They have to raise money. Good to know because I think a lot of people who go to other areas, 
think it is a national thing, not necessarily a local geographic. Thing. The chapters. Right. So the other thing is we want other organizations to talk to, to talk about Sound the Alarm, where the Red Cross comes out and installs the smoke detectors, which mm-hmm. is a big local program. So if you have an organization that you would like the members of the, the board of the Red Cross to come out and speak to your group about what we have to offer, the Elks, I mean, any local organization, Tallahassee Board of Realtors, I put a feeler out there, haven't heard back yet, but whatever those are, we would love to um, go out and speak to your yeah, to and, your people. And when Sharon and the other ladies were here um, before the sponsored event came, um, it was interesting in how well thought out they are with regards to these things. I mean, uh, very informative, even for me. So I yeah. think a lot of people don't realize how much they how much the organization does and how to get them to be a part of their organization so maybe we could partner yeah be a conduit of that partner with other organizations to come out and say hey we'd like to we'd like to help your people of course do they need a smoke detector are they deaf are they blind like what can we do to help people in their homes save lives right that's what it's about so thank you very much we had a great week it was super fun to be a part of and the organizations, the Roller Girls, were rolled around. Um, there was a group of fraternity dancers. brothers that helped us clean up afterwards. And they'd never had that much help um, before, so it was really nice. The hula dancers were were not the same as the Roller No, they were the Luau. They were just dancers from the uh, Step Aside studio. Mm. So they came to teach us. It was hilarious. There's a video. Mm had a luau and i'm like this is just like the cha-cha with some floaty hands <laughs> with jazz hands. doing the pot yeah. jazz hands it was very funny it was actually very funny so we had a good time so thank you very much everyone came out donated money gave us a gift card as we had a lot of ass and my friend kate 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 mcworth really helped with the gift cards because we put gift cards in the smoke detector boxes mm-hmm. and they were sold for a hundred dollars i mean she was instrumental in making sure that every box had had something in it so she was hands down if you need help with your not profit and she is silent auction queen she is really good at what she does and she does it just because she loves nonprofits. so thank you kate yeah you know i love you Mm -hmm. it was fun so today we're going to talk about design Mm. the most questions we get is how to sell our house or you know do you list homes yes we do but how do we make it pretty while we're in Mm. it so that's what I thought we'd talk about today. And then we wanted to talk about a little about about tenants and mm. rentals and some of the trends that are coming up if you own properties, taking security deposits, things that are changing in the rules, um, which everybody should know about. So we're going to talk about that next segment. And But design trends, colors, um, draperies versus blinds versus rugs versus no rugs, carpet. I read an article this weekend about design trends for 2020. Oh, and I was pleased to know that I'm ahead of most of these design trends, which is nice. You are. I am. I'm starting well, to think they're following like, me. You know, coral is not a color that you want in a lot of smaller homes. and It is not. I think it has to be in like some of these like tinier homes that we're like we have two coming up that are smaller homes, midtownish. Coral could have been a could be a cute color if it done the right way. Yeah, I'm, sometimes it it can, but I don't really go by the color of the year or palette mm. such as that. I go by things that are appealing to a wider audience. I was 
I'm more talking about. If I do, I do something that's more monochromatic, and it's very difficult to do that with such a difficult color such as coral or it's difficult for people to wear let alone be on your wall like yellows aren't good for that Mm -hmm. Um, corals peaches not not necessarily stay with us we're going to talk about design trends our number is 850-656-0009 you can find us on facebook as patty johnson wilson the brokerage patty's playhouse Your mark, ready, set, let's go. Dance for pro. I know you know. I go psycho when my new joint hit. Just can't sit. Gotta get jiggy with it. That's it. Now, honey, honey, come ride. DKNY, all up in my eye. You gotta try to bag with a lot of stuff in it. Give it to your friend, let's spin. Hey, by looking at me, glancing a kid. Wishing they was dancing a jig here with this handsome. Welcome back. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Getting jiggy with it. That's Will Smith. Got some jams going on. I do. That's a good song. It is. Yep. Surprised you didn't do a little run DMC after the Grammys. I couldn't. Well, I didn't watch the Grammys, did I you? I didn't either, but I knew that they were going to be singing. No, I was watching, I think, some death movie. Mm, nice. I watch a lot of crime stuff. So do I. <laughs> I, was, I, I watch a lot of crime. I don't know. What the... I like to watch old Columbos. I'm Patty Wilson. This is Patty's Playhouse, talk show, real estate. We're just chatting. We're going to talk about design and trends. What were you going to say? About no, I was just, death? Yeah, I was thinking of some of the death and design trends. Well, well I mean, there are some that... You no, know, but seriously. I mean, there we are We could some. start planning funerals, like memory tables, colors. colors. Everybody should... Oh, my whole thing. It, when I die, someone just has to crack my phone, and it, all my stuff's right in there. Hmm. Get it all planned for. Yep. Yeah. Somebody was... <laughs> Somebody had contacted me yesterday was trying to sell me some mirrored furniture. <laughs> mirrored? Like coffee tables. Oh. Mirrored, uh, one of the deaths of, you know. The one of the deaths of a trend is mirrored. Correct. Mirrored furniture. Yeah. Never. That's, ne- that's a tough one. It's a tough one in many ways. I mean, keeping it clean, getting the dust off of it, et cetera. So it's just, it's not real. And I'm not much about, I'm, I'm much more about aesthetics than I am about function. But function is important when it comes to certain things, and that would be one of them. And I'm more about function. Yeah, I know. So we're, he's a little bit country, and I'm a little bit rock and roll, which is true. He likes country music. So. Well, I like rock and roll, too. Yeah, but you like country. I'm Donnie Ann Marie. <laughs> <laughs> There's that, but you know. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. On that note, right. so, so colors. What do you see colors? Still gray, grayish, white? Yeah, I always say putty. Uh, it's it's less about those cold tonal colors. In the you don't gr- like the, the silver grays. No, I never have though. So it, it's just a very it's very cold, and sometimes you need it to open up a space. But I like it with a hint of like a a beige, if you will. So I say putty. It's really it depends on where it is, how the sun hits it. Sometimes it looks gray, sometimes it doesn't. But all in all, it's more of a it's a warmer gray. 
So part of the event with the Red Cross, we um, donated time. It was silent auction. So Scott's going to go, as in we. Scott's going to go. I'll who just who go. won me? <laughs> I I, they haven't sent it to us yet. Oh. So three rooms. So you'll be styling, like looking, color consult, styling three rooms, like taking whatever they have. And then another lady came up to me. She's on the board of the Red Cross. She's like, I was going to do it, but I didn't know if you'd be willing. I'm like, we'll do it. Of course we'll do it. So um, she just moved into her home and she has a great big space. Great rooms are ta- Great rooms are a challenge. They are. And if you don't have a design aesthetic or you don't even know what your design aesthetic is, that great room would be a challenge because there's no walls. Like, what do you do? How do you float? You do like I did in my house. You make it look like there are walls when you don't have walls. You have to create spaces, like an entry. If How do you do one. that? Well, like, what type of furniture would you look at? Well, in particular, you need a float furniture. Everybody wants to put it all against the wall. To, you know, I think it's it, it's normal for them to push it against the wall because i think it it feels like that's where it should go for them mm-hmm. but that's not what carves walkways so walking into your house what makes that entry an entry oh, you got the, do you have a bookshelf what do you have well when you come in the first thing you see is a, a piece that you know where you throw your keys or whatnot with a mirror so it opens it up and luckily for me i have vaulted ceilings i don't have a huge house but i do have certain i guess aspects of it that make it seem larger but when you walk in, you've got a couch and it's floating in the room, and then I've got um, a sofa table. Floating means it. not against the wall; Correct. it's just in in the middle of the room or wherever like, he puts it to create a walkway. Correct. So, anytime I am designing and or staging or styling a home, I'm literally creating a flow for people to flow through the house. So that that is what you should be doing. And when you push everything against the wall, nobody knows where to go; they don't know what to do. It's it, like it's dance time. It really Friday is. Friday night middle it, school. It really is. So it's it's about creating those spaces, even though you may not necessarily have an actual wall. Okay. So another friend of mine sent me a piece of furniture that she was thinking would go into a corner, which I already told you about. Right. So and I told her, do not buy it. Right. First, it wasn't really a great look because the rest of her house is so cute. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a good look, and second, it just. Do you want a table or do you want a lamp? You don't want to necessarily combine the two. Yeah, I mean, it just I haven't seen the room, but, right? Which you need. And you'll I think, be going out. And I think a lot of people feel like if there's empty space, they need to fill it, right? And that's not necessarily. So it's like it's an anxiety. Of- well, you can fill you can fill space in different ways. I think the best way to fill it is with lighting. Lamps is a great opportunity to do that. But more importantly, artwork. Something that, and I don't mean everything from Kirkland's or everything needs to feel traveled for me. So it's about finding not matchy match right vintage stores as well as you can find a you know, a few pieces at Kirkland's if that's so your desire, but just finding things that you buy over time and you don't have to do it at at once, but you start creating a layered look of things that you like that feel good to you. And that takes space and you don't feel like you have to have furniture there because in many homes that I go into, the first thing I do is remove furniture you have to subtract to add i do because i i have trouble seeing past certain things so i remove it and then i'll start bringing in so when you say you want artwork there do you want it hanging on the wall do you want it like a tall piece standing depends on the space and it depends on what what when i'm going in i'm typically going in with stuff that people already have so i'm looking to bring in things that they don't necessarily have so if you had 
all wood stuff, I would be looking for something that may be glass or mirror or some aluminum or metal. So you, you need texture, fabrics. It's just it's about creating something that doesn't feel um, so symbolic of one thing. Which is why a lamp on a stand probably isn't the look. It may not. I don't. I didn't see yeah. the space, but it may or may not be. I just. I would. I would but know. But even what's though, if it's in, in a corner, I mean, you could do a, a taller plant. You could do mirror to open up the room, and like, there's so many things. One that of Scott the design uses. trends that are in is mirror. No, that's one that's out. But <laughs> <laughs> the one that's in is about plants, and it's about bringing in live plants. So. Uh, fig trees are a great fig are really yeah, pretty. it's a great way they need a lot of sun so you need to put it in an area where it can get that sun but that would not all, be my house all i tried all, it died yeah all in all it's about having and you've seen all of mine so i always bring in some type of shrubbery plants and it's really nice when you're going to sell your home which is our primary reason why we do this is that it makes people feel good like it there's does. a lot of good juju that comes off of live plants plastic plants don't really do that and people can tell they know it's plastic but even the ones that i use that aren't necessarily ones that you would water but you know the balls that i use yeah the moss balls uh, well not just those but i there's also boxwood you Mm. know plants that you can get those are actually live you spray them with water it's a spritz that you you just put on it so you don't have to water them per se. It takes years before that they start looking bad. But it's a great way for people who aren't great with plants that can put something in their home that feels like it is a, you know, a living. Have some thing. greenery. Correct. There's asparagus ferns that don't require a lot of water. You can mist. You can cut them down and make them smaller. There's a lot of things you can do. But you're really interesting with the actual wall mirror. Like when you go down Scott's hallway. There's this big freaking mirror (laughs) facing you, but it's to open it up. It is. I mean, I know the reason why, but it is disconcerting the first time you walk down. Well, it's it's alarming, quite frankly. (laughs) (laughs) It's alarming. I don't even see it anymore, but it really makes it. I I will stack a mirror on top of a mirror. It's Mm -hmm. all about, again, texture, things that you want things, even on, you know, I've had people look at our coffee tables or just everything is kind of stacked. It needs to feel like there is versatility. And, all and that, that was the other thing you've mentioned. You're like, I need an oval table here. Everything's so lined. Correct. You don't want just because you have a very squared love seat or a very squared off piece of furniture. Things, you don't want that to keep play, keep play mirrored throughout the whole house. No, you don't want it to be things repetitive. Things start looking very linear. Too linear. Yeah, and it it gets it gets you need something even outside when I'm, I'm helping with landscaping. It's about softening those hard edges. So if you're looking at a house and you've got a, a hard edge on a corner and they've got an old shrubbery, it's about get rid of that one and bring in something that's tall and slender and it's gonna kind of hit that point so it doesn't feel so so hard so harsh. Where your eyes look at Yeah, and those those hard lines when it comes to rectangulars or squares or whatnot, I mean, that it just starts to get very repetitive, redundant, and very coarse. Next segment, I wanted to talk about curb appeal. Yeah. Because National Association of Realtors say it's about 7% of value is in your curb appeal. And I say it's even more because people won't go in the house. I absolutely agree. I think you don't know the bottom if your house doesn't look right. I- Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Stick with us. I know you well, and I can tell 
Patty's Playhouse. Patty Wilson, Scott Cowart. Here we are. Here we are. We're talking about design trends. Lots of them. All right. That's Atlantic Rhythm Section. The song's spooky. What else did they used to sing? I don't know. There's a song that... Yeah, they had a lot. They did. I'm just trying to think of the song. But anyway. All in the 70s. So, NAR came out, National Association of Realtors came out and said, curb appeal is can add 7% to your house. And I'll say, if you don't have it, it you don't know the bottom. They also had a, um, it was a chart that talked about where to spend your money. And so, mm-hmm. it may be 7% in terms of the return, but the reality of it was that people, they were... They were educating people to spend their money on the outside, not necessarily just on the inside. I agree. That people can... People want both. Well, they want... First of all, you got to get them in your house. And I think the best way to do that is to have curb appeal and to certainly soften the way that the outside looks. If they it pull up and see a rickety fence, they wonder what else is rickety. Everywhere you see, there's 10 behind the wall. You keep saying that. Because it's true. <laughs> It is. It really has to look good. I mean, those pictures are so studied. We can see the back end of a Zillow or Realtor.com or Realtor.com. So we can see on our listings how many people are actually viewing, how many times they click through all the pictures. That's why when we have photos, we have them take, like there's four photos and then a vignette of a closer look and then four photos and a closer look because we want to make it more interesting as to get them to number 36 our board only allows our board uh, service. Uh, um, Dark Knight Paragon only allows 36 photos. So when I do a, a virtual tour, I can put all of our pictures on, which is sometimes 50, 60. So you want people to get how many people, do, how many pictures, more pictures, more pictures. But they study those pictures. A, a lot. It is people. studied. I, I had so many people ask questions about our pictures because they study them in such detail. And so now when you see our pictures, you can tell that other realtors locally are trying to mimic what Scott does. Fine, but get rid of your cords. Pay attention to where the cord placement is. Pay attention to where that lamp shadow hits the ceiling because it can be embarrassing. You just need to like, because it just creates shadows on a ceiling. And if you're not aware of what that looks like in the photo, that's a problem. Attention to detail. Attention to detail cabinet doors flush you know there's those little things that if if you're zooming in and the cabinet doors you may not think i'm selling my house as is fine but you're going to take a hit you're going to take a hit at least in the number of views which if they're not looking at it on zillow or realtor.com or trulia that's a problem if they won't go in the house because the first first showing is always online always now i think that's especially for those that are new to selling the house a house now versus the way it used to be 30 know, years ago with right. just a little mls I mean, book right it's completely different so it, i always say also that it's it's kind of like tinder for houses you want them to swipe right you so, do because so. it needs to really look at it and, and you don't want them to automatically think what's wrong with this house well and if you were on tinder you wouldn't you want your best <laughs> picture i mean you wouldn't you everybody else does yeah so i think that kind of makes sense Without a lot of Photoshop. You want it to look, and then when you get well, in the house, you, get there. you want it to look like you did when it was in the picture. It can't be so different when they walk in either. I think one of the design trends that I also read this weekend about was 
how perfection was out. And by that, it is a lot of people who stage, at least here in this area, everything is just very clean. Uh, they go to one place, buy everything that goes with it. You got the carpet, the coffee table, you know, the two couches. The rooms that, to go, the sets. Right. The, that, that idea of perfection, what they want is something that is layered with old and new, I think is the way that they described it. Which is, which is you. Which is kind that of... That is exactly what you... That's why we were thinking, like, you know, they have the words, like, shabby chic is a, is a way, a look. Like, what is Scott's look? And I, we came up with Metropolitan, mm. which are, it's like, it's very... It, it's urban, but yet comfortable. Yeah. It really is. I mean, when you walk in, you see some things in every house he's listed and sold. Sure. The lamps in the bathroom is one. The books are another, but overall, we take the homeowner's stuff and just beautify it. Correct. Reposition, bring our own stuff in. Some owners are disconcerted because we take their stuff out, but you have to subtract to add because it is creating a look. Your books aren't necessarily going to go with the furniture that we're bringing in. And most people are, I think most people are aware now that I know that know me personally, and I know that I've known you for a long I mean, we're bringing a whole house in. For sure. We are we may keep like three of your sofas, but we're bringing in plates, plants, rugs, draperies. Scott's making draperies to fit the house. Like, no one else is doing that. that is, no one else is doing that at all. That is true. We have customers that have moved to other areas, such as the one this weekend from Panama City. She's mm-hmm. like, can you, they're trying to sell now a place in Panama City. And can you come? and do for us here what you did for us in Tallahassee. I mean, it works. It's a it's a formula that works, and I think it is hitting a demographic and a large one here that is making sense to people. It is. I mean, when you're bringing in blinds versus – how do you feel about blinds versus drapes? Do you it, like both? Do you like one? Do you like the other? Or do you like none? It, it I, All of the above. I think the reality is that <clears> – <throat> It's all about the house and kind of the way the sun comes in and what people have and what I can do economically for them to sell their house for the most money. So I, I, will, I will look at it from that perspective. Because we really do try to stay in their budget. Absolutely. Because I mean, that's who's paying us. Absolutely. So you have to like, how can we make this work absolutely. so it looks beautiful? So when he comes in, he's not, he's not tearing down your property or anything. Really try to repurpose as much as possible because it has to look like you. I was a buyer's agent for a long, very long time. And when they walk in that house, it has to feel like a home. Some staging companies, and I'm just, I don't know of any locally, but because I don't know them, I don't know the competition because I haven't spent the time. They have like very chrome, very pink, very fluffy looks. But perfection. It's always this throw. Like we'll just put a white throw on here, which the mirror in the corner. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a plant in the corner. Right. Like it's, we're just gonna stick a potted plant in the corner. That's not good. Well, also, <laughs> I was looking at one the other day. I hate to say it, but <laughs> there was a fireplace, and they put two couches on both ends of the fireplace, looking out instead of in. To I mean, that's the focal point of the room. Like, why would you look the uh, the other? If way? you were selling sofas, that would be. That might be okay. That me, but you're not. You're selling the house, right? Right. It just I, I words. I don't know. <laughs> it really is different. It is. So, but I want we, it to feel homey. I want it to feel like it's a part of the seller, a part of us, and something that 
it, it hits a chord with those that are looking at the house because, quite frankly, even if you don't like my particular look and that's okay, it's all about selling your house. And that works. And that I can tell you for sure. I can. I can too. Or so I can as that's, well. That's all I'm that's all I Because our stuff appraises. Yeah. It appraises. Which is really nice. Even when they say it can't. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there have that, been realtors that have come to us at certain listings that said, this will never appraise at your price. Yes, it will. I'm like, I'm convinced. I know we're on a roll, well, because but we, I know it also, will. I also leave the property the way that the pictures look because I think it is also important for everyone to see it in the condition. You mean the appraiser to come Absolutely. out? Absolutely. Well, yes. And when we leave the property, we patch and paint. Right. Like, we don't just leave the property with our picture holes in your walls. Nope. It's already been patched and painted, so we make that part of our agreement that before the house closes, we're in there patching and painting, so it still looks. When you walk in, it's just your stuff. And then Scott's been hired after the fact to come in and homes that we have not had the buyer, and they're like, will you will you work with us and help us style the home in the way that it was when we, when we got it? Yeah, I think a lot of people want that feeling but don't necessarily know how to get there so uh, yes i i take on roles like that too which yeah. is always fun it's always fun to use other i mean it, i think it expands the portfolio but it also expands your mind and it keeps an open mind as to what some of my stuff because i'm always buying new stuff yeah you are <laughs> we do have furniture for sale i know so not much it. right now no not now but tomorrow tomorrow furniture more, yes. yeah i just think it's important that people like you don't have to completely end what you already have don't nix what you have do not nix it no and i just think- let him come in and play with it and move it around and see where see where that look is that is what he said <sighs> it was it was bound to happen <laughs> stay with us patty wilson patty's playhouse 850-656-0009 Welcome back. This is Patty's Playhouse, real estate talk show. We're on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeart, or Real Talk 93.3 FM. You can go right to this website or my own, Patty's Playhouse. Or listen like you are now. Or listen like you are now. Stay in your car. Right. Hang with us. Listen to these tunes. Yeah, it's good stuff. Go home and rock out your house. (laughs) Okay, so you mentioned something on the break was bedding. Well, yes. I mean, it's one of the design trends that are in, which is nice. We've gone from the shabby chic where people were just throwing things on their bed to have it look kind of hobo chic. And it's really couture in the way that bedding looks. And it needs, again, layered. That would be the, the word of this. The show should be called layered. Okay, I'll call so, it layered. So everything, you know, just different textures and uh, layering on a bed. But you have to have good linens. You have to. It does not translate well. Look at all the MLS photos. 
you will figure it out. I mean, it's a rough look when you've got well, these beautiful fl- homes. Yeah, plain old sheets. And they just throw, you know, a bedspread on there. Which is great for you to sleep and live in your bed. That's different. Right, but that's this like me saying, this is a show bed. Go on Tinder, but wake up and take a picture of yourself. <laughs> that's your profile pic. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it just makes no sense. <laughs> no one would do that. Yeah, you really got to spring for the bedding. You got to spring for what you're going to sleep on. If we go in and do your house, we're going to have our own bedding, but we are taking it off. And you really want the bedding to look like it does in the picture. Mm. Like Scott will show you how to make a proper bed where he talks about like how the sheets fold over, how the layers are. The different levels. I mean, he has like, it's like a equal. mega Markle bed. Like the Euro shams, the standing, the the quality of the. We should do another video because we're better now. But the quality of the Euro sham, and, and that's when we know that other realtors are trying to uh, to mimic us. That's fine. I mean, more power to you. You're trying to learn, but there is a way to get it to be so crisp that it it just translate. I mean, you. There are sometimes I put a picture up. It, on Instagram, people are like, where did you do that? Where Did you steal that? Is that a stock photo? No. <laughs> no. It's our photo. And that's, I mean, that's a compliment. Ask away. That's right. a compliment. But that's a big design trend right now is, is to... The layered look on the yeah, bed. And, and good linens. That's my challenge with it is just from a person who doesn't like a lot of stuff, which I have so much stuff in my house right now because my son's living there. But th- where do you store all those pillows? So you take them all off the bed. So you go to a hotel. You're going to the Ritz-Carlton or the Langham. Where do they, you do, what do you do with the pillows in the Ritz-Carlton? You just put them on you're, that little end thing. That you're going to put them on, you're either going to put them on a bench in front of your bed. The bench, you're going to put them on, a, you'll put them on a chaise lounge or just a chair, which I have. You know, I like to put a chair in rooms for people to put on their shoes or whatnot. But at, in the evenings when you're going to bed, as me and my husband do, we put everything in a chair. And then the next morning, you just kind of unravel and put it back together. And yes, we do that every morning. I know you do. <laughs> so important. My husband makes the bed. I know. And I was in the military, but I, that's just my... I grew up having to make my bed every day. So my sister, my sister Teresa, listens every Saturday. Where can she find She wants a bed spread. She doesn't want a comforter. She wants us, you know, the old-fashioned bed spreads. Like, I would love one, a chenille one in particular, because I love chenille, like a bathrobe chenille. eBay. But eBay. I should send her to eBay. eBay. JCPenney's also has a lot of that type of look, because she probably... Is not looking for the. She doesn't want the dust ruffle. The, she and doesn't all want that. the density of like a comforter. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want it as um, as probably thin as a matelasse or a coverlet. So she probably wants something that's kind of in between. Which back in the seven sixties seventies bedspreads were that thing. Mm-hmm. And I like bedspreads for a layered look. So I'll put a comforter over a bedspread. Oh, so, will you? Yeah. Just different because different textures and different prints. Ralph Lauren does a lot of that look, and it really translates well. It's just so beautiful. You, the one you did for Kelly in Southwood, I mean, that was like Meghan Markle bed. Mm. That bed was so beautiful. It, you you didn't want to unmake it. Like, can we just lay on top of it and just, like, dust it off? Please don't. Which is what we did in the military. <laughs> we would make our bed super tight, um, coin drop, you know, you're flipping the coin off the bed, and then sleep on top of it. Because it's so hard to replicate in five minutes, which is all we had to get ready for the next day. So we'd sleep on top of it and then just re-tuck. Yeah, I think there's... It was there's, freezing. There's probably some people that do that. We, we are not those people. So <laughs> no. we, 
And you just have to get good. I guess it's when focus get well, good at it's, it. We do it every single morning. So a bed does not take longer than five minutes for either one of us to make. It's just amazing with all of that. So how many layers do you have on your bed? Currently, four. So what do you have? Uh, well, sheets, obviously. So you, you got... Do you have a bottom sheet and a top sheet? Yes. And I know millennials don't like a top sheet, but I mean, I think you should have one. So you got that, and then I have a coverlet, and then actually five, and then I have what is Ralph Lauren's version of a bedspread, which is just a thicker coverlet on top of it, and okay. then and then a uh, a comforter at the end. And then, do you have any of those? Like, what did you call them? A matas? Uh, Matlaze. Matlaze. Do you have any matlazes on yours right now? No, but I did last week. You did? Oh, because yeah. you're rotating out. Yeah, Jeff. He calls them the scheme. <laughs> We have to take a picture of the scheme. He does a lot of eBay, doesn't he? Yes, because he likes vintage stuff, but he mixes that in with the stuff I'm buying. So, yeah. It's the old and new, once again, which I think is what makes things work, quite frankly. Because you don't want all new and new. It It looks sterile. I mean, you can get that anywhere. Yeah. You want so. it to look special, special, especially when you're going to sell your house. I, I think. And you're asking for top dollar. Like, we ask for top dollar in the neighborhood. Top. And we get it. Because it looks special, special. Well, there's a reason why couture things cost more. They're dated. They're timeless. They just always look good. It's all about fit. That's what, I mean, you don't, you, you can go out and buy all the new stuff you want, but it's going to not look as expensive and pretty to me. And as, how many people have furniture in their home that really doesn't fit the size of their house? Uh, a lot. Oh, m- so many. We could do another. Most. We should do that. I would say most. We should and, talk about that on Facebook it, Live later. And honestly, it's not necessarily. I think people shop without intention, which I'm lucky to be able to do that because I can take things that I can't use and, and put them in other mm-hmm. people's homes. But I am a big scale person. Things have got to fit the room. If you've got low ceilings, you can't have that big puffy furniture. It just, it won't work. It, it, will, it just consumes it, it the room. It literally will eat it up. And it so consumes you, the you, room. You can't. You and can't. they don't necessarily measure. They think they're going to put it along the wall and they're like, uh, they're buying Costco on the spur of the moment. And then they put it in the house and then it's like, it doesn't fit. Or the left chaise should really be a right chaise, not a left chaise. And that's a mess. Well, so we, he, when he goes into a room, he doesn't often speak to you, which can be disconcerting, but he's, scan, he's scanning the room like a Matterport. He's like doing a 3D, and what will fit in here that we already have, we don't have to buy anything to or save what, you money. Or what they may have in another room that, yeah. I, that I can, I mean, I've... We've done that again with our friend Kelly, yeah. took out a dresser and put it in the living room, and I'm like, where'd you get that? Bed, bedroom furniture. <laughs> and I sold her the my, house. I you. was like, where'd you get that? But it, but the scale... Yeah, it fit. ...made perfect sense it was like an eight drawer dress I mean, it was, chest it, it was beautiful it, very pretty but very large and not many bedrooms and although, she had all of that beautiful furniture in one room i think that's so he an, was able to edit it bring it out and reuse it repurpose it my mother taught me something a long long time ago she said, a deal is not a deal unless you can utilize it so people go to costco or wherever and they're like oh but i got a great deal but those deals are not deals if it doesn't fit your house so you cannot use it in the way shape and form in which you intended to so i would say don't buy like that buy with purpose and moreover when you're buying you don't have to get the whole set it's it's like buying i'll, I'll say linens 
a king comforter will cost maybe $30 more than a twin comforter. So everybody and mattresses, same way. So what do they do? They buy a king, but it doesn't fit the room. But, but we got a great deal because we got a king instead of a twin, but it doesn't fit the room. So it really, it really does. Yeah, there should be a double right. in the room instead of a queen right. instead so it of does, a. Like Jeff and I sleep in a, in a full size bed for that reason, because scale, like I would love. It's Jeff. not about comfort. It, it couldn't be. <laughs> I mean, and we're getting a, a queen bed, thank God, but it, it's taken a while for me to kind of sort through things to be able to accommodate. Yeah. Cause you have a lot of stuff in your house. People I, would be amazed. I can fit a lot of stuff. We should do a tour of your home. <laughs> we should do that. It'd be a short tour. <laughs> no, but it wouldn't because I think it'd be really interesting to people to see how you take what you already know and what you're born with in that brain and then translate it to other people's home to, to sell for the most money. I mean, that's the purpose is like, how can we get it to sell for a top dollar? But I am not lugging around a grand piano for anyone. <laughs> I have one, but... Thank you, no. Scott. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Facebook. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. I believe you can get me through the night.